All right. Hi. What's up, everybody? Um, yeah, Texas. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's just nice to be up here again and speak to you guys again. Uh, it's a really an honor, to be honest, all you guys. I know all of you, and you're all pretty great. So, um, uh, yeah, most of you, well, everyone I know, that is, but most of you already know me. But for the couple who don't, my name is Caleb, and I work on staff here at the church. And I, I interned here last school year. And so this year is my first year on full-time staff. And I'm about to finish my first year working here. So that's pretty neat. So much applause, man. That was just intro. <laughs> All right. And enough about that, though. Uh, I believe God's been stirring in my heart for the past few weeks, a message that he wants me to speak to you guys. So today we're going to talk about everyone's favorite subject. So you can cue the first slide. Wait a sec. Hold on. <laughs> Not that kind of fast. Who put that there? <laughs> All right, get out of here, Sonic. Uh, yeah, go to the next slide. <laughs> there we go. That's better. <laughs> anyway, what I wanted to talk to you guys today is about the spiritual discipline of fasting. So uh, before I get into the scriptures, I just have a couple explanations and a few personal examples. Um, but first of all, I'm just going to give a definition. So so some of you may not know what fasting actually is, so I'm just going to provide a definition here. See if you can go to the next slide. Yeah. No food or drink. <laughs> so Google defines fasting as abstaining from all or some kinds of food or drink, especially as a religious observance. Um, you can see another definition of fasting there from Merriam-Webster if you want to read that. Uh, but basically what fasting means is no food or drink. Um, and what food or drinks you give up, or for how long you give them up, it's kind of dependent on what you choose to do. But this is just like the simple definition. Uh, yeah, so about myself. So I myself have never really been much of a person who fasts very often, to be honest. Uh, I was raised up in the church my whole life, and despite that, I can only really remember a handful of times where I actually intentionally did it. Um, yeah, to be honest, I kind of I kind of tended to avoid it because it just didn't really make that much like logical sense to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, like I like why should I fast and stop myself from eating when, to be honest, for like for me, I've always been skinny and I kind of struggle to eat enough food as it is. <laughs> and yeah, and like on the other hand, my other shoulder was like. Like, why bother fasting when it's really not that hard for me to go a, a day or two without food? Because, like, for me, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't know if I'm relating to any of you guys here. Most of you probably like food, but... Uh, yeah, so that's just my interesting story. But, um, but if it's not that hard or it doesn't make that much sense to me, why should I bother doing it? That was kind of my thought process. Uh, the truth is, though... Growing up, like, I would be invested in what I'm doing, like, maybe I'm working or, like, I'm playing a game or something, and I'd just be like, I don't really want to bother spending time to make food and eating, so I'm just going to give that up so I can, because I'm kind of lazy. And, uh, but I recently had asked myself a question, like, if it's pretty easy for me to give up food for other things in my life, why is it, why is it hard for me to give it up for God? And <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a real question right there. So. <laughs> um... Yeah, like I said, before I get into the scriptures, I'm just going to share a couple of my experience with fasting, even though I don't really do it very often and it doesn't make that much sense. 
I have done it a few times. And um, even this Lent season, I just, I think I was on the phone call with Isaac, and I'm like, you know, I think I want to give, I think I want to, where's Isaac? Anyway, I think I want to give something up for Lent, but I don't really know what to do. And I'm like, hmm. well, the Bible talks about fasting, so maybe I should do that. <laughs> I didn't really have that much emotion into it, and I'm just like, this is what the Bible says, so I'm going to do it, whatever. <laughs> so I decided that I'm going to fast on Sundays for Lent, and I've been doing that the past few weeks. Um, yeah, so my first day I fasted was two weeks ago, and I'm just going to share kind of what I've learned so far. And the first thing I learned is that uh, I, I just don't really have the extra energy to give to things that don't actually require my attention. Um, yeah, so when I say that, for example, like when I fasted that first day, I found myself with like low energy and I didn't really have that much to do. So I just decided to take a nap and I didn't actually set an alarm. Whoops. <laughs> so I slept for like five hours and <laughs> I'm not really proud to say that, but that's kind of the truth. <laughs> I was a bit stressed with some things going on in my life, uh, and the hunger, and just all the pain, I just kind of wanted to avoid it, and that's kind of why I think I did that. I was just trying to escape the pain of fasting, the, like, the pain of my own life and stuff, but I kind of, and then, and then I called Deja later that day, and she said, like, she just told me, she's like, you're probably taking a nap, so that the day would go by faster, and you wouldn't have to feel the pain of hunger. <laughs> And to be honest, oftentimes when, like, people point out things in my life, I'm like, I get kind of defensive or I don't really, I'm like, no, no, you don't understand, like, this and that. But this time it was interesting. I was like, I just kind of received it well, and I'm like, no, wait, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, so I really believe that because I was hungry and crucifying my flesh, and even if I made some mistakes along the way, like, it was just easier for me to receive, like, wisdom from the Lord through other people. And, yeah, I also just wanted to say, like, what I learned last week is it's important to trust your friends and leaders when you're, like, in a weak or emotional, spiritual, or physical state. And, yeah, uh, my story is when I was fasting, I thought I had some brilliant idea. So I started writing it down, started processing it, planning it. I had a couple of concerns along the way, but I'm like, eh, I'm just going to keep going anyway. And then it wasn't until I talked with a trusted friend that he told me his concerns about my plan and how it may not turn out like I hope it will. And even though I was really passionate about the idea at first, I decided to trust my friend in the end and backed out because of the wisdom he provided. Now, you might be asking me, like, but was the Lord not giving you that idea? Or, like, why are you trusting your friend in this time? But during my fast, I had to ask myself a question. Uh, is it more wise to put my faith my friend who I trust and who's healthy right now in a healthy spiritual emotional state or should I trust in my own ability to hear from God when I've had a lot weighing on me and it's really just been hard for me to find clarity so I just kind of made a decision I'm going to trust my friend and I'm glad I did because it could have turned out pretty bad so so yeah like I said I've only actually fasted for two days this month so far and each time I do it I find that I'm really learning something valuable about who God is and what he's teaching me and, uh, yeah, you've heard my story, so, like, if God can speak to a knucklehead like me, he will certainly speak to you, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I've talked enough about that. Uh, I wanted to get into some scriptures today, so I'm just hoping I got y'all's attention, because this is the important part. And, 
Yeah, so if you want to turn, we're going to read from the book of Matthew, chapter 4. But first, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Jesus, just thank you for this honor of being up here and being able to speak your word. I pray that I would speak your word in a way that honors you and exemplifies you. pray that you touch everyone's heart. pray that people would be encouraged to spend more time with you and, uh, yeah, fast fast this Lent season and just learn and experience more from you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I'm going to get here and read this. So, I got cut off a little bit. Oopsie. (laughs) I'm just going to read it through. Uh, You can follow along in your Bible. All right. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting, 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stories, oh, sorry, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put, your, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the, devil, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Yeah, so here at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he was subjected to... uh, a test, and it shows... uh, and he shows himself to be the true Israelite who lives on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. It was important that Jesus be tempted um, so that he could become our merciful and faithful high priest. If you're around in the summary, we read through Hebrews together, so you might know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> but our merciful and faithful high priest and thus be able to help those who are being tempted. And as one who remained faithful in temptation, he became a model for all believers when they are tempted. Okay, that's cool, but what does it mean for me? (laughs) Well, just as God gave the Israelites manna in a supernatural way in the Old Testament. I think I have a picture. Yeah, there we go. Just a little imagery for you. I thought that was a funny picture. (laughs) You can see the little kid in the back kind of... (laughs) Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know. I can't lost my place. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just as God gave the Israelites manna in a supernatural way in the Old Testament, so also people today must rely on God for spiritual nourishment. Um, Yeah, Jesus relied on his father, not on his own miracle power to for provision of food. 
like to stay alive during his best. So, so what it means for you is that the example that Jesus set by relying on his Father for good things, so you must also rely on the Father. So you can grow, persevere, and come to know him in a more deep and meaningful way. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I just thought it was kind of cool, like the, the Israelites were going around for 40 years on their way to the promised land, and Jesus fasted for 40 days. So I think there's a lot of um, imagery there. But, so I thought I'd throw that bone in there. <laughs> so fasting will, I think fasting will clearly reveal things in your own life. If you get cranky when you're hungry, then it'll probably come out when you're fasting. And if you don't like feeling uncomfortable, then that's probably going to come out too. So ask yourself, what is an area of your life that God wants you to grow in? If you start fasting, then God will reveal it to you and probably bring it to life. So I thought it was interesting, just from my own story, like, I didn't really have a lot of emotion, emotion behind why I decided to fast. I just did it because the Bible says to do it. And then after I made that decision, God started revealing things to me about myself that I needed to work on. So if you're waiting for a call on God to start fasting, um, you don't need to do that. Because <laughs> when you, you just make the decision to start fasting, and then that's when God speaks to you. That's when he's going to teach you things. Um, yeah, so that was just one passage. There are many other instances where fasting is mentioned throughout scripture. So mentioned over 70 times, actually. So I think you can go to the next slide. I just want to include several of them here so you can see how it's kind of spread throughout the whole Bible. I'm just going to very briefly touch on all these. I'm not going to read all the verses, but uh, yeah, I started off with the one in Matthew 9 where Jesus, Jesus actually tells us like when not to fast. And yeah, he teaches us not to fast with the bridegroom. He's talking about like when is the time of celebration or like, like if you go to a wedding, don't don't refuse to eat things offered to you because you're fasting. Like, it's a joyful time. You know, you should be joyful with them. Things like that. Um, but moving on from that, I think what I'm trying to talk about here is when you should fast, or what you should fast for, uh, or what it's used to talk about in the Bible. So these first few ones, they're talking about intercessory prayer. So Psalm 35, uh, written by David. Um, David humbled himself with fasting. And if you know about humility, the Bible talks about how humble yourself before the Lord and he'll lift you up. He'll teach you things. Daniel 9. Daniel fasted and prayed to God because of the 70 years of desolation that was going to come on Jerusalem. Uh, Ezra. Ezra 8. They fasted and prayed to God and he answered their prayer. Intercessory prayer is a good reason to fast. If, you're, if someone's on your heart to know the Lord, fast for them. God can move in their hearts, and move in your heart. Accompanying repentance, Joel 2. To help us return to the Lord. If you've read Joel, you know about all those locusts and stuff. Man, that's bad stuff. <laughs> we need to fast and pray for people so they don't have to... Man, that's... You don't want people to go through that sort of thing, man. <laughs> Sometimes they need to, though. But hey. <laughs> all right, Jonah 3. <laughs> You can fast and call on God. Maybe he'll turn away from his fierce anger. Uh, other examples. 
I like the book of Acts. So, so some of you probably know about the story where Saul was blinded uh, on the way to Damascus. And he was actually blinded for three days. And during that time, he didn't eat or drink. So I think that probably helped his spirit move and accept God. I think that spiritual encounter really, that spiritual encounter uh, and the fasting leading up to his miracle, I think, what made him a great, great disciple of Christ. They were a great apostle. Uh, Acts 14, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders in the church with prayer and fasting. You got important decisions in your life to make? Pray fast about it. The Lord will reveal what's right to you. Acts 13, the Antioch church fasted while the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that's like, that's just a brief touch on the fasting mentioned in scripture. Like there's so much more I could go into. But I feel like you've gotten the idea at this point. So now hopefully I've convinced you all about the importance, the importance of fasting. <laughs> anyway, now what I'm saying is, now hopefully you've seen the importance of fasting and how it can impact your life and how it's mentioned in the scriptures. Um, so so maybe, maybe you've learned like it's important and it could have a good impact on your life, but... And maybe you want to start doing it, but, like, you don't know where to start. And so I just wanted to start off by giving you guys a few practical tips for anyone interested in fasting for the remainder of the Lent season. And, yeah, I just encourage you to do it because I think, I think it's good. It's good spiritual discipline. Even for me, I wasn't a believer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I have a slide, maybe. No. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> no, that's not. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> that was for later. Whoopsie. <laughs> Sonic. Sonic finally got it, though. He got the message. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so my first one is, you don't really have to fast all foods. In fact, it might be good to start off smaller. So if you want to start, maybe don't try fasting for like five days straight right off the bat because that can be kind of hard. And I think God can still speak to you even if you only fast for a couple days. So maybe try fasting one day a week for a few weeks, and you can even drink some juice or something uh, to help you out. So, yeah. I haven't tried this one, but you can try a Daniel fast. And it kind of comes from Daniel in the scriptures, how he didn't eat meats. He had like a vegetarian diet. Uh, and I've never done this one, but you can try it. I've seen people do it, and fruit comes from their lives out of it. Uh, or you can give up other things in your life and sacrifice to God. So technically, the definition of a fast is when you're giving up specifically food or, and or drink. But, but I think you can still sacrifice other things, and it will bring you closer to God. So you could give up something like video games or media or anything else in your life that you may be idolizing in some way. And I believe that God will speak to you during that time if you give those things up. Uh, but yeah, no matter what you decide to give up, though, the point is that uh, that you're crucifying your flesh so that you'll be more able to receive from God during that time. It's a special time set apart, set apart for spiritual growth. All right, now you can go to the next slide. 
All right, yeah, 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 okay. All right, you can take it down again. <laughs> we already talked about that. Uh, but yeah, that was a pretty, it's a pretty short message. Just uh, want to share my te- my ta- thoughts and teachings on this. But I think the band can come up now if you guys want. But uh, yeah, as I'm finishing up, I just encourage you all, like, even if you don't like the idea of fasting, just give it a try. Um, it could prove very fruitful for your spiritual walk, and it could bring your soul closer to Jesus. And any of you are more than welcome to join me in my challenge of fasting one day a week for the rest of this Lent season. Uh, yeah, with that, I'm going to hand it back to Pastor Nino. You did a great job. Awesome job, really. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, we're going to go into a, a response. If we could stand up together. I, um, yeah, I think this is such a crucial message for all Christians, but especially for those of us here that are uh, younger. Um, I, I still remember when I made a decision personally to fast. I was 22 years old, and it was the first time I had ever did that. Um, and it was really instrumental in my growth and development as a disciple of Christ. And so what you're saying, Caleb, is right on. It is true. God brought breakthrough in my life. Um, It's not easy. Um, I'm definitely not like Caleb in that way that I I do like to eat. Um, I I don't like to overeat, but I don't like to undereat. I like to eat, and I like food. And so for me to fast, that was hard. And I still remember. I remember my first fast as a young man. And I was like, I was mad. I didn't want to do it. I'm like, no, I should be able to eat. But I needed to fast. And God has done such a work in me through fasting. Um, And I do appreciate what you just said at the end. And before we do the altar call, I wanted to mention this. You know, abstaining from food and water is the definition of a fast. But if you're going to start to fast, and especially a long fast, I encourage you to, to drink water. Um, it's really dangerous to fast for more than a day without water. I mean, it's just, you're not going to be doing good. And if you go multiple days, the only, there are people that have done that, for sure, in the scriptures, but it was a supernatural time. Moses, Christ our Lord, a couple others, you know? You're, I'm not up there. So, uh, so that was a supernatural time, but just giving up food and drinking water alone or even a little juice, like what you said, Caleb, I found that really beneficial because it gives me energy. And if you've never given up carbohydrates, get ready to get wrecked. Because when you give up food for a day, you're going to have like very little energy. So you're going to have to use the body fat and your body's going to rebel. So a little juice will kind of give you a little energy um, so you're not napping for five hours. So you actually have uh, energy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, man, I, we appreciate your transparency. Wasn't that story really real? And it was great, wasn't it? I mean, something we all relate to. I'm like, yeah, we, thanks for being honest and transparent. Because been there, done that. Um, thank you so much. So why don't we, we're going to close with a song. But during Lent, we wanted to make sure to offer prayer for anybody that wants it. If you want to take this to the Lord, you're thinking about joining Caleb and uh, abstaining from food during this Lent season or even beyond. Um, and you want to just bring it to God, come on to the front and pray. Uh, Last week was an amazing time of prayer, and um, we don't need to recreate that every week if that's not what the Holy Spirit wants to do, but we want to give you an opportunity to pray and seek Jesus and really respond to this sermon. So um, thanks for sharing. Amazing, amazing. Father, we just give you our lives. We 
Thank you for our brother that shared a timely message for all of us about fasting and how we can draw closer to you through this incredible spiritual discipline. And as we go into a time of worship and prayer, uh, Lord, may your name be glorified and may you give us the strength by your Holy Spirit to fast and to follow the example of Christ himself. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Let's, let's worship the Lord and come on in prayer if you'd like to come to the front.